0: Hello and welcome to the Flying Reporter podcast. I'm John Hunt, a private pilot and YouTuber from the UK. In this special edition of the podcast, I meet the British film director Guy Ritchie, who has recently taken over the running of Compton Abbas Airfield, a picturesque grass strip in Dorset, south-west England. And I find out that he became acquainted with general aviation 15 years ago when he took lessons in an attempt to overcome... His fear of flying. So if this is your first time joining me here, thanks for tuning in. Or shall I say, thanks for streaming in. It doesn't quite sound right, does it? But you know what I mean. Uh, now, when I, like most UK aviators, heard that Guy Ritchie was buying Compton Abbas Airfield. I was initially very suspicious. He lives less than a mile away from the runways, and usually when a local landowner or homeowner near to an airfield decides to make an offer for it, it's usually because they want to shut it down to stop the noise from the aeroplanes buzzing overhead. In fact, rumour has it, and I have nothing to substantiate this, when Guy Ritchie was living with Madonna, to whom he was married to at the time, she hated the small planes. So you can see why there was concern amongst pilots about Mr Ritchie's intentions. Well, it seems the fears were unfounded. Guy Ritchie, known for films such as Lock Stock and Two Smoking Barrels, Snatch and Revolver, has invested a lot of money in the airfield, transforming the restaurant and bringing in aero legends to operate flights in Spitfires, Boeing Stearmans and so on. So if it wasn't to shut the place down to stop the noise, what was and is his plan? Well, I caught up with Guy Ritchie in one of the hangars at Compton Abbas last week to find out. So, Guy Ritchie, I like what you've done with the place. So do I. <laughs> Is <laughs> well, it you... there? Is it there yet? Is
1: it where you No, play? no, it's not. But I'll tell you what, it's, I think it's a lot further along than... I mean, it's a sort of three-year plan, and I think we're sort of six months into a three-year plan. which It feels about where
0: we should be. When you took over the place, and it's a much-loved, cherished asset, isn't it, to... To pilots and general aviation i think people were concerned well, what's he going to do yeah is he going to shut down the flying what what is the plan then Are you clearly you've kept the flying going um
1: yeah yeah well i like the flying and i particularly like this aesthetic as we were just uh, anything to do with the world of uh heritage and aviation i it lends lends itself to my aesthetic sensibilities so uh, i love the world of um Heritage aviation—the whole world of it—evokes it a sense of romanticism, um, which I must say I'm a great advocate of. So there was a couple of reasons that we got interested in the airfield, and one of them is I live here, right? So you know that makes a difference. But it's social hubs which have been—there seems to be an, an assault on social hubs over the last few years. And people have become more and more isolated. And there seems to be a desire to force people into their own homes. And I'm very against that. So I'm a big, a big advocate of pubs and a- anywhere that can create an alibi of getting the public together. And this seemed to be like an obvious, um, an obvious place in which to exercise that plan. You know? And it seems to be working in the sense that, uh, I'm very happy about the amount of people that come here. And really, that's the idea, is to encourage some cultural, uh, local cultural socialisation. Um, and that's working for us. And if it can look attractive, too, then I, I, I'm very happy about it.
0: I was listening to some of the people. I mean, yesterday, I don't know if you know, but it was, it was a terrible day here. Very grey and cloudy and not many planes. I don't think any planes were flying. It was, it was supposed to be the beginning of summer yeah. yesterday. It didn't, it didn't work out that way, did it? Um, and a lot of the people coming in were disappointed not to see the, the planes flying. It's, it's, a, it's, you know, you've got those grand windows there now on the restaurant and that terrace all the way along the side of the runway and the, the seating. And uh, the planes really fit into that picture, you think? I do. As I say, particularly the old ones.
1: It's fun, funny enough, I watched Casablanca last night. And I was under the impression it was Dakota. I just got corrected. It was not. But it's, again, so of that world. The idea of kind of small world aviation is very attractive to me. Um, as, I don't know if you've seen the posters out there, but I love that world. That, that the world is, a, is kind of a, a romantic village rather than an international airport, which have, has lost its romanticisms. Yeah. Well, you're definitely not that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're definitely not that. No, no, no.
0: I don't know to what extent you've been hands-on with the kind of airfield. And, you know, I know you're very much your creative um, input into the design of the restaurant and and everything else. But, I mean, have you been able to pick up on, you know, what this world is like, the the sort of flying world, the general aviation world? What surprised you about it, if anything?
1: Enthusiasm. Um, Like most uh, esoteric interests, there's such a passion. And it's the passion that's contagious. Um, I was in love with the overall picture, but as you're on the journey, you start to realise the passion that people have for this particular world, and as I say, that's contagious and great fun. So I I have a suspicion there's a sort of fusion between those two worlds. I want it to look like it should look in a movie, Um, and that's fed by the enthusiasm and passion from uh,
0: all the enthusiasts. We're a bit stuck-in-the-mud sort of people, aviators, a lot, you know, don't like change, And you've come in here and made, you know, some very big aesthetic changes. Um, And I know there've been some grumbles, I think, from some pilots who in the past, they could kind of come in, get a fast lane to the restaurant. Um, And now they, you know, obviously the, the restaurant is there to serve the local people and the visitors as well as the pilots. Any thoughts about that? Have you taken on board some of that
1: feedback? Um, well, I think what it is is a three-year plan, as I've said, and I th- we're six months into a, 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 th- a three-year plan. So uh, we will take on everyone's uh, position, but obviously some people want this and some people want that, and it contradicts. Um, they end up contradicting each other. So, you know, we have to make certain decisions. Uh, but as I say, I'm, a, I'm an advocate of the public. Um, so uh, whatever it can do to encourage the public to come here, but through the prism of an aesthetic lens. So in a way, I think the world of aviation has moved on too far. I, I want to recede back into the annals of history really, and of a period that is just aesthetically and romantically pleasing. So I'm trying to find a fusion between the old world and the new, and strangely, I'm more interested in the old world than than I am the new, but I think there's a sweet spot that we can find here um, where everyone's happy. I like that sound.
0: (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) The restaurant then, I mean, you're a big foodie, aren't you? I am, and the restaurant, the truth is, is we're rather primitive at the moment in terms of the food and its delivery, but, you know, we'll work on... I mean, I want it to be a thing. At the moment, it's not a thing. Uh, it's fine, and it's going in the right direction. And it's more than it was a few months ago. But, you know, I'd like it to be... I'd like us to have an offering which is unique. In at the moment, way? we're not unique.
0: In what way? What, what are you trying to get to?
1: Um, well, I'll let you know when it unfurls. <laughs> but what I really want is, is us to offer something that no one else offers, but at a price... That's accessible to all. But something that's unique that no one else does. And I know what that is, and we'll just go through the motions of doing
0: it. I don't think you're a pilot. I had a look. I don't think
1: you've No, funnily enough, I took I took lessons here. Did you really? Yeah, I did, yeah. As I was previously saying, I had a terrible fear of flying for ten years, which seems to be in the family, because my son doesn't like it either. Um and in order to get over my fear of flying, I, I booked a course and actually that's when my enthusiasm came for sort of small planes i couldn't believe that when you turned up here within five minutes of me being here i was airborne (laughs) and the the chap that was giving me a lesson went look do you want to go to wales scotland or the isle of Wight?" and i didn't realize it was as easy as would you want one of these (laughs) or one of these um and that gave gave birth to a sort of again a romantic idea about oh it can be as easy as that and that's a very attractive position. Sadly, I haven't had enough time to capitalise on it. But that's the plan. You had one lesson? Oh, no, no, no. I did a series. Okay. I did 20 lessons. Oh, wow. You were nearly there. I was nearly there, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But you didn't stick with it, no, was I it?
1: No, no, no. Well, I also, I also know a couple of other chaps that have got... Uh, have their PP, PPL. PPL, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, just, they just can't keep it up. So...
0: You have to do it. You have to keep on it. It needs yeah, I, to be. Yeah, you have to keep on it. Yeah,
1: You know who did get one was Brad Pitt, mm. and he uh, it, it just hasn't kept it up. And i was surprised because he was so enthusiastic about it, right? He thought, "Oh, right," but it's it's constant work, you know, to to keep up on these things.
0: I know you're you're off to is it Tenerife next week? Yes. So what are you up to at the moment? I mean, I I don't follow you like. What you're up to? So it'd be interesting. To it's know. all films. It's all yeah. films.
1: We d- we've actually, uh, we actually f- we finished a film recently, which I'm editing at the moment, which is about the Second World War, and um, so it's it's about the first secret mission um, that gave birth to uh, this. What do you call them? Special. S O E. Um, which go back to the SAS, SBS. We see quite a lot of the SBS chaps down here, for one reason or another because they're so close. And it's about the first secret mission that took place under Churchill's authority against the establishment. So uh, Operation Postmaster. So we, we're editing that at the moment, um, and then we're off to Tenerife to make a film about what's it about? <laughs> <laughs> it's about something. <laughs> and then no we got quite a full uh, the older i get the more i like working so you know we try to keep our our menu uh full our dance our dance card full yeah
0: i don't know how you do it and i i'm interested to know to what extent the the, the kind of activities outside of the movie business the airfield the restaurant the pub the brewery to, to what extent those offer you a welcome distraction from what must, must be a fairly intensive, uh, yeah, movie I mean, business. I like
1: the world of creativity. So actually, it, as long as I'm involved in the world of creativity, it's not taxing for me. It's a, it's passion. You know, we're back to the issue of passion. So there's endless enthusiasm and energy in anything that you're you're passionate about, or and anything in the world of creativity. Hence, I like the world of creative beer making. I, I like the world of. I mean, we make barbecues, you know, and I've been that I'm t- incredibly passionate about, outdoor eating. Um, we make houses, which is another world I'm incredibly passionate about. And it, it's only the creative aspects of all of those businesses that I'm interested in. And filmmaking is just an, another facet on the, on the profile of creativity. So anything to do with the profile of creativity, um, I, I get very excited about. It's not hard for me.
0: Well, I wish you luck with everything you're doing here. Thanks for keeping. Yeah, I have care. to tell
1: you, it's just you know this is also the other thing is it's just this is such a sort of refreshing world. Mm. Um, so you know, even those pictures, you know, they just they just invoke a kind of something. It's kind of that sweet spot of it's where sort of man, it, it's the best of man meets the best of nature. You know, because you you've got the backdrop of the. Of the natural world, but you've got a kind of primitive expression, but nevertheless a pretty sophisticated primitive expression of man's ingenuity. And when you fuse those two together, and that's before aviation becomes too sophisticated. Once it becomes too sophisticated, then you get in, into the world of kind of extreme industry, and that's not what I'm interested in. But the, the romantic world I find to be highly evocative.
0: Guy Ritchie there, the new owner of Compton Abbas Airfield. I think it's fair to say that he's more a fan of the older types of aircraft, the Spitfire, Tiger Moth and so on, than, say, the new modern composite aeroplanes with their glass cockpits and sophisticated engine management systems. It was great to catch up with Guy. We're friends now, you see. I'm using his first name. And it was also really interesting to have a good poke about at Compton Abbas. I sampled the menu in the new restaurant there, which is extremely popular with local people. So you really do need to book to be sure of getting a table. Don't expect to just fly in and be fed. I also experienced the airfield's legendary turbulence on takeoff. Trust me, if there's a southwesterly component to the wind, be ready for a severe wing drop and to be thrown around like you're in a washing machine. If you want to see my video review of the revamped airfield, check out the video that's on my YouTube channel. You can find it and me by searching for The Flying Reporter. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what I do, please be sure to follow the podcast and I look forward to catching up with you again very soon. Until then, fly safely, my friends.